Hey, honeys. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Who, Where, Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First name travel. Last name brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? Travel Brats, it's been a while, exactly seven days. Seven days seven since days. the last. I'm gonna die in seven days. <laughs> Travel <laughs> Brat Tuesday. <laughs> Shout out to Travel Brat Tuesday, guys. We hope you've been doing great. Ashley and I have been thriving in our home environments. Yes, we have. And, and so, um, yeah, now we're basically, we've been working on this for um, a long time. So, here is the all things best reads for quarantine. We are so excited. We have basically been asking friends and family. And and our listeners for their favorite reads, what they're reading currently, what their just like all-time favorite books are. And we got the widest variety that I could ever think of in my life. Yeah, we got like more than we were ever expecting. And these books, like I want to read all of them. So we definitely wanted to share with you all what we have. But we've gotten um, a lot of feedback from different people. So throughout this episode, we're going to be doing a lot of shout outs. So, yes. so we appreciate you. So our listeners you. are going to get shouted out. Thank you again so much, you guys, for taking the time to send us your favorites and a lot of cool descriptions so we're gonna go ahead and start if you've listened to most of our podcasts we did do one a couple weeks ago on chicago and we did that with a man named richard comeric who just so happens to be my grandpa okay so papa basically said <laughs> the no- the first one he wanted us to know about was dreams of el dorado a history of the american west by w brand and this one's actually pretty popular too and i've heard of it before and it's all about the wild wild west lewis and clark the texas revolution the gold rush and just basically everything that encompasses the american spirit so we highly recommend that the one. grand canyon the wild wild <laughs> west the yellowstone park the Tetons. Anyway, guys, it's incredible. Those are great. They're separate stories and they're all in there. So if you want to hear about the Wild Wild West, excellent book. Now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Still still nonfiction, very historical. It's yes, about the Second World Wars by Victor Davis Hansen. Um, in case you guys thought that you couldn't hear anything new about World War II, it's awesome. This guy, or Dr. Hansen, talks a lot about grand strategy and tactics for our combat nations, uh, strengths and weaknesses from the militaries over the years and it's a super creative explanation of just the overall lives and strategies of these um allied victories and of the leaders who led these specific battles and allied victories it talks a lot about william t sherman matthew ridgeway and david petros so guys if you like if you're into wars and you know leadership and the military and all that stuff it's a really great read Yes. And so then his next one that he recommended was A Team of Rivals by Doris Kearns Goodwin. And also stay tuned because we are definitely going to butcher a lot of authors' names throughout this. But um, this one is a lot about Abraham Lincoln and the brilliant men he chose for his cabinet. So a lot of people like to read about presidents and their lives and mini biographies and to do all of that. And basically, if you like biographies and learning about 
good old Abe Lincoln, that might be the way to go. He's a class of his own. Yes. So there's different great stories that make up, and this is called a masterpiece. So it's definitely highly recommended. And it does talk a lot, like in specifics-wise, it talks a lot about Howard Seward, who basically became Lincoln's most trusted and valuable advisor at the time. And um, I was about to say at the time of his reign. (laughs) His reign at the time of his presidency. And uh, it's basically an awesome historical, like, basically masterpiece. So read that, guys. Check it out history buffs and our next one is the thomas sal reader by thomas sal it's basically oh. a complication uh, or comp- a complication okay it's a complication it. today, it yeah. a very complicated <laughs> novel so if you don't just kidding it's a compilation <laughs> compilation of short essays explaining um with a lot of humor and wit and logic so it's really witty it's fun to read um but it's also like a tough a book about how economics really works in our everyday Interesting. lives. Interesting. So, I mean, Ash, there you go. Ash <laughs> is an econ major. She would love it. Um, there's, like, no crazy graphs or equations or numbers or anything, but there's really good lessons. And uh, Dr. Sal has basically written a lot of other engaging, brilliant books, but this one is one of my faves. Yeah, and the next one is one that I'm really interested in. It's The Aviators by Winston Groom. And so basically, this talks about the early days of aviation through World War One and World War Two. But um, it follows three main um, aviation pioneers and a lot that we've heard about. Um, Eddie Rainbacker, but the most um, famous one for me is Charles Lindenberg. Um, he's known for the first person to solo fly um, over the Atlantic. But another one is also Jimmy Doolittle. So um, definitely if you're interested in aviation, especially the earlier days, you should definitely um, read this. It will keep you extremely entertained, especially about fighter planes and even just the different engine performances. It takes you on a really great adventure. Yeah, and wasn't, okay, so yeah, Jimmy Doolittle was the one that led the air raid in Tokyo in World War II. And then Charles Lindenberg um, did the solo over the Atlantic. Yeah. And he also flew like, what, 40 combat missions? So it talks a lot about that and it's, that's really neat. So that's a great adventureful book. Yes, it is. And now we're going to switch it up a little bit and we're going to venture in, speaking of great adventures, we're going to venture into our top fiction picks. Sometimes, guys, you just like to read a good fiction. I know I like to read a good fiction. You know, historical books are great, but sometimes you want to like a mystery or like a secret magical place or things like that. So um, our first recommendation for fiction is Open Season by C.J. Box. And it's basically the first in a mystery series. So I love mystery series. And this is great. It's uh, by Joe Pickett. Um, and oh, sorry, it's by CJ Box, and it's about Joe Pickett. And basically, he solves mysteries in the mountains of Wyoming. So it's super dun, well dun, plotted. Dun, 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 Wyoming with the buffaloes. I hope there are buffaloes in Wyoming. We plotted, um, we puts out well plotted stories, super engaging to character development and the plot. And um, he basically just has great descriptions of the Wyoming wilderness. So if you're like a total uh, Western lover, it's super, super cool, these mysteries out in the West. Ah, Western lovers, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one that was recommended to us was The Black Echo by Michael. Conley. So this one is a series, which a lot of people do like reading series. I know I do too. Um, This one is a mystery and also kind of like a thriller. So it's filled with like different, really deep descriptions of the grittier sides of LA. And I don't know about you, but I'm not from LA. So I don't know all those things, but I, it's really intriguing to see kind of the police and the political sides of it. And there's so many different plots going on, but it's really authentic 
And the author, like fun fact, was also a police reporter before he started writing fiction. So he shares a lot of his life experience through his writing. You know, that's super cool. And while we're here, I actually didn't throw a lot of my favorite books in here because we were throwing a lot of people's uh, recommendations and they were just so great. We didn't even need to put most of our own. But mm-hmm. this totally makes me think of it's not an it's not a um, it's not a fiction book. It's nonfiction. And it's mm-hmm. about um, Vincent. um Gosh, okay, it's about, it's called Helter Skelter by Vincent Bigoli, and he's a police officer, or actually he was like an attorney out, and it's about the Manson murders. Oh, okay. So if you guys like that whole like LA crime scene thing that they seem to have going on all the time over there, Mm -hmm. um, totally check that out. It's a huge book, but it basically talks about Manson and all his like crazy cult that he had down in Death Valley. So it's probably a little similar to the Black Echo um, vibe, but check that out too. And our next one is South of Broadway by Pat Conroy. If you guys have ever read any of Pat Conroy's books, he's got some great ones. And this one is basically like a super vivid description of South Carolina coastal region. And just it's beautifully written and it's got amazing descriptions. And if you guys listen to any of our podcasts, you know, we talked about North Carolina. So South Carolina is just as pretty. I so love it there. if you want to hear a lot about that, check it out. Yes. Check out South of Broad by Pat Good old Pat. Pat We go way back, you know? Same. Um, Okay, so the next one we're recommending is The Gods Gods Themselves by Isaac Asimov. So Dr. Asimov is one of the giants of the golden age of science fiction. And this book is perhaps even more timely today. It's basically about free, clean energy. And I mean, it was written back in 1972. But like, I feel like we talk about that stuff even more today. But it describes like alternative universes and like plausible stories on our moon so it's just really interesting and intriguing and it keeps you engaged the entire time science science rules and our next book is called war and peace Jolly Rancher. Okay, so Jolly this is, Rancher. so uh, if you guys didn't understand that, War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. It's a really fun and exciting read um, about the street sweeping grandeur and lots of subplot with lots of subplots. <laughs> it's basically not all adult like most books uh, that are the you know quote unquote classics, and it's good. It's it's kind of a longer read, but. It puts uh, mysteries in one volume, a ton of mysteries in one volume. Yeah, like basically how they were describing it is like, think of it as Downtown Abbey in Russia in the middle of a war. Downtown Abbey? (laughs) Have you seen Downtown Abbey? No, I never have. So that's really funny. Guys, off topic, um, subplot with Downton Abbey, you guys should totally go watch Downton Abbey. It's a show, not a book. Well, it probably is a book. I don't know. But the show is great. It's um, made by Masterpiece, and it's about a rich family who lives in a manor in Downton Abbey, England. But anyway, off topic. So read War and Peace. Read it. Read it and weep. So now we're going into some more top picks for fiction, and this is actually from Sophia's wonderful collection. Just kidding, it's not me. I'm not that smart, and I haven't read that many books, but, you know, just a few. My, um, actually, Richard Comeric, who we talked about at the beginning, his wife, Sheila, gave me her top picks for fiction. So yes. let's talk about them. Yes, so the first one that she told us was Our Souls at Night by Kent I've actually been told to read this before, but this story is basically the relationship between a widower and a widow who are in their 70s. So, like, 
they're in a really rural town in Colorado, which Colorado is cool anyways. And then you yeah. mix in some older people, yeah. really wise, and they really share a beautiful story that gets to unfold. Um, and this is actually a little bit of a fun fact that's not that fun. It's actually really sad. Um, this is the author's last book before he passed away. Aww. So um, definitely some of his best work, though. All right, so I'm going to save my nursing home jokes for another day. Oh, all righty then. <laughs> so the next book in our fiction list is A Painted House by John Grisham. This is basically a story that's narrated from the point of view of a seven-year-old farm boy named mm. Luke. And he lives in Arkansas with his parents and his grandparents in a house that has apparently never been painted. Never. Never. The- <laughs> <laughs> the family has like a hard life. They're picking cotton on an 80 acre farm that they rent and they basically have to hire Mexican immigrants uh, and hill people. They called them hill people from the Ozarks to help them at their harvesting time because they couldn't manage all themselves. Uh, this book is uh, referred to as like the quote unquote real slice of Americana. It has super vivid descriptions of life in the rural South in the 1950s. So again, it's fiction, but it has a really good like take on history. And uh, basically this young boy, this seven-year-old boy named Luke has a dream of being a major league baseball player, which is Swinging so cute. Ashley knows all about major league baseball players. <laughs> and he looks forward to listening to games on the radio. So it's really good, you guys. It's about a little boy growing up in a really hard, tough time. Um, and all the people that he meets, and it's kind of like, it's a great, it's a great story. Well, in this um, author, John Grisham, 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 yeah, Grisham, yeah, he's really well known. Like, I feel like I've seen his name so many times. So, like, yeah, he's way more like known for like legal thrillers oh, versus you're right. what yeah, he's this is kind of like here. different from his usual different books. vibe. Yeah. yeah, but definitely worth reading. Um, oh my gosh, the next one is so good. Yeah, the next one, we've been told by multiple people um, to yeah. put this on our book list. It's Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Um, it was honestly our most highly recommended one. So um, it's described as like a very mesmerizing story of the richness of North Carolina coastal marshlands. And I mean, we just talked about North Carolina on our previous podcast. Um, it's pretty and so, sad too. It's basically yeah. about a young woman who's abandoned by her parents and yeah. older siblings when she's like super young but like i think what's really cool about it too is it shares her story of like how she learns to adapt and survive in the swamps with very little help from the outside world so it also has to include like love and mystery and even murder so it has a little bit of everything but it's very beautifully written and has very vivid descriptions which are super enjoyable to read yeah especially when you're in like a place that pretty yeah absolutely the carolinas Mm -hmm. and um Playing off of that, just for good measure, I have to mention three books by the author that I love. And his name's Kent Haroth. And they're not, we're not going to tell you the descriptions because there are three, but basically yeah. Plain Song, Where You Once Belonged, and The Tie That Binds. Uh, all three of these are super compelling, passionate novels. They're set in the high plains of Colorado. High plains. Ooh. So we're taking it back to the mountains and the high plains. And um, he's just an amazing storyteller. He captures everyday lives of all the people that live in this like small but super beautiful rural community. Yeah, no, that sounds really cool. I definitely am adding those to my book list. Yeah, and what was so cool about interviewing all our different uh, travel brats is we got kind of their take on it, all the books and their kind of take on what they liked to read. Like, mm-hmm. what was their favorite genre? And basically, I just wanted to shout out something that Sheila said. Um, she just said it, is be- it had been a super interesting assignment for her. She had to give it a lot of thought to come up with her favorites, but she learned that 
the authors she really loved are great storytellers. Oh, that's so, so awesome. So I think for her, it was mostly about, like, plot. Yeah. Like, if you really like a good plot and, like, could get involved with your characters, those were kind of the books she shouted out. So check those out. Yeah, fiction, that's so cool. It fiction, is. Maybe. It is cool to reflect on your favorite books and why you actually like them. You so the like, deeper meanings, yeah, too. Yeah, you think, like, okay, what are the books? What do they have in common? Like, what's mm-hmm. my, like, genre? It's like, yeah, what's what do you genre? like in men? Yeah. What do you like to eat? <laughs> what's your book genre? What's your taste? <laughs> <laughs> in my books? <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, my favorite flavor. Right? Um, Flav of Flav. <laughs> so what are we going into next, though? Speaking of Flav of Flav, not really. We're going into <laughs> mystery drama and historical fiction. So here's is just, like... This is a total wide variety. Um, we got the mystery, the drama, the historical fiction, and just some of our total favorites that are like the best reads out there. Absolutely. So we're going to start with actually my favorite book of all time. I have a very nice copy from 1977 from the, the Franklin Library. I got it for um, graduation last year. It's To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. So that's one of my favorite books of What's all time. What's that about? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> need to go back to freshman year hey, of high did school. He do it? Did he do it? Just um, then the next one that we have is Cold Sassy Tree by Olive Ann Byrne. So shout out to Susie. Susie! Shout um, out this book out. Yeah, that one's an awesome one. Kite Runner by Khaled Oh, that's a Hosean. great book. Hosan, Hosan, yeah. yeah. It's, um, there's another one called... Um, I've, I we'll knew put it you on know our more. list. But it's a thousand splendid sons. Oh, okay. and I read that. It's again. It's these books are like you just feel for the people there living yeah. out in the Middle East. And a thousand splendid yeah. sons. I've actually never read Kite Runner, but a thousand splendid sons is about a girl who grows up and she gets married off like yeah. to a guy, and he like super. He abuses her, and her life is terrible. And you know she's got she gets pregnant and like has like purposeful miscarriages because she's like terrified of her husband and what will do to her and her kids and it basically yeah. takes um it takes a life of a woman in the middle east yeah. and it just really shows you what it's like and it's so sad kite runner i think is a little bit different but if you guys you know are interested about that culture and everything totally check those out yeah and definitely and it was more of um, this book, Kite Runner, was also put on us to read throughout um, high school also. It's one of the books that oh, are... Oh, so, okay. I read A Thousand Splendid Sons for high school. Yeah. So you probably did the opposite. Yeah. And then the next two are actually by one of my favorite authors, Marcus Zusak. He is an incredible Marcus. writer. Um, the Book Thief and I Am the Messenger. I'll just go into Book Thief for a second. Basically, it's um, set in World War II. Um this is a young girl in Munich, and basically she would do whatever she could to find books to read and to be able to That's cool. um, do that, which means a lot to me because I love books as much as anyone. Yeah, World War II turmoil is probably pretty tough to yeah. just live a normal life and like go read books. Yep, and so <laughs> she would steal these books from this library, and I just feel like it just makes you so connected to other people to be able to share in these stories together. So, um, so awesome. what are some other favorites? Um, okay, I'm going to shout out a couple good ones. The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. The Pilot's Wife and Last Time They Met by Anita Strev. The Girl in the Blue Beret by Bonnie Ann Mason. The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. And That's so good. It's a, yeah, it's, great. Oh, my gosh. It makes your heart like... Mm. Um, I and forgot what the guy's name was, but it was like Led or Lee. I don't know, but it was... Um, it was so like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you, those World War II books, honestly, mm-hmm. like Another One is Night by Ellie Wiesel. They, yes. That's a short read, but it's like they just get you. Like yeah, they bring absolutely. you into what happened. And like, I don't know, the amount of empathy I could feel is not... That doesn't even 
and compare. And the love that goes into it. Like when people write these stories, I think for me, I'm such a sucker for love. And like, I feel like these stories also show like how deep and compassionate other people can be even during the hardest times. So that's why I love that book so much. Was this one a memoir? Was the tattoo so, Auschwitz a memoir? No, it wasn't, but it was kind of. Like it was basically this guy was sharing his story right. and then Heather Morris wrote okay, his story. Because I was story. wondering so what you would like is. categorize that as. Because yeah. Night by Ellie Wiesel is memoir. And just to think yeah. that if him like, I wonder how hard that book was to write. Like recollecting Absolutely. all the things that happened. I mean, his dad dies, like mm-hmm. all his friends. So um, while we're here and just kind of talking about like this tattooist of Auschwitz, um, it's during World War II, but it's not necessarily about World War II. It's called Mademoiselle Chanel, and it's about my favorite designer, Coco oh, yeah. Chanel. But it's written the same way. So this guy that was absolutely in love with Chanel, mm-hmm. he was marketing. He was marketing in um, for Chanel, and he basically wrote this novel as if she were writing an autobiography of her life because mm-hmm. she never did. And so it's basically from her point of view, like growing up, all like the people she was with and like how mm-hmm. she started her designing career. And her life was crazy. She grew up in like an abbey with nuns. She ended up being oh, a wow. mistress for this crazy duke with a sh- like bunch of chateaus. Oh, wow. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And like, that, well, that was the only way she got out of like super poverty. Like she was yeah. singing in cabarets and she sang a song called Coco. So that's why they named her Coco Chanel. Like that was her nickname. Oh. And actually, you know how you, the symbol for Coco Chanel is the C in the C? Mm-hmm. That was actually not for Coco Chanel. It was for Coco and Capel because her lover, his name was Capel, and he died in a car accident, like leaving oh. the woman he was supposed to marry to like be with her. Um, and it's just, it's such a good book. It's like super riveting. There's a lot of like romance, and then like she's kind of like a, a BA. So she's she's awesome. She's super motivating. But anyway, it's basically like that. It's supposed to be like a memoir, but it's written by someone else about her. But anyway, um, Um, some more that we have are Pachinko by Min Jin Lee, The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks, The Irishman by Charles Brandt, and that's actually a movie. Shout out to that movie. (laughs) Such a good movie, you guys. And Al Pacino's in it for like a second, so it's pretty It's pretty. A puppuccino. Um, (laughs) um, The next one is also Whiskey Beach by Nora Roberts. Nora Roberts, I feel like, is the book that every grandma has. But I guess you recommend this book. (laughs) Grammy! Um, and then okay last three a southern family gail goodwin so a southern family by gail goodwin my sister's keeper oh that's so sad mm-hmm. and all the small things by jody pickle 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 i think it's pickle i've read so many books by jody pickle we'll, we'll put it in our uh, biographies you guys have no idea what we're saying mm-hmm. or what language we're speaking right now and then uh this one's so fun it's made by the writer of crazy rich asians uh china rich girlfriend and if you guys haven't seen the movie crazy rich asians it's great book's great and then one of his other books is china rich girlfriend um kevin kwan is is the bomb and then um okay so we wanted as a last little hurrah thing with us last little hurrah to basically just tell you guys authors. So if you're like, I don't know, I kind of want to get into an author and like read a lot of his books. They're probably similar. And, you know, um, the first couple are Pat Conroy, James McKeener, <laughs> um, Ernest Hemingway, which Ooh, anyone who knows me knows how much I love him. And I love his house. And you and, love four-toed cats? Three-toed and cats? six-toed Six cats. Snap, I, I love know. them. Um, definitely The Sun Also Rises is my favorite novel by him. Um, then Willa Cather, and then I didn't know drunk fishermen were your type. Just yes, that's what I enjoy. Ernest, <laughs> and then um, Feral Sam's is a good one. Tom Wolfe, C.J. Box is the bomb, and John Grisham. 
And then Sue Grafton, Kathy Reichs, Peter Mayo, 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 Peter Mayo, Mayo, just kidding, Peter <laughs> um, Le- Leon Uris, and then James Patterson for the mysteries. Ooh, yeah. I feel like my grandma owns like every possible book. I love mysteries. Yeah, I think you're more of like a love story or historic. Yeah, I'm like yeah. such a like murder cold case mystery fiction <laughs> or non-fiction i don't care just give me something just good give me something dirty give me something creepy <laughs> um and then basically these are series that you don't want to miss so if you guys are like series people um miss marple series is really good uh hercule point hercule pierrot series which is basically a really good murder mystery series and one of the books in there is murder on the orient express and that's also a movie yes yeah Yeah, i'm pretty sure it is and then um obviously guys shout out to reika for giving me harry potter harry reika if you guys don't know reika she's actually just was in an episode last tuesday so go listen to it but yes, yes. reika mueller one of our travel brats recommended harry potter series and if you guys don't know harry potter you live under a rock i don't like harry potter so ashley, don't at me you live under a rock with <laughs> ashley you're like the spongebob tour patrick <laughs> thank you so much um so now we're actually going to get into um and start listing off some more of our listeners favorite books so we want to... Hannah Banana. So yes. we have a friend of mine. Um, she's from Tampa. Her name's Hannah, not Hannah Banana. I know. It'd be cool to have last name called Banana. Banana. But her name is Hannah Johnson, mm-hmm. and she is actually a lit major and a professor of literature at Florida Gulf Coast University. So she's a huge reader, and she's actually written a novel and is in the middle of one right now. So she told me some of the best books and some of her all-time favorites. She's more of like a 19th century gothic kind of lover. So. Yeah, so yes. So basically the first one that she told us is Jane Eyre. So everybody loves Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really gets into that 19th century gothic romance novel. So we're talking about that romance that I personally love, but it talks oh, about the hard life know. of Jane Eyre and just the journey of meeting and falling in love with her employer, Mr. Rochester. But she runs into trouble. But you should probably read the book to find out more. Right. And <laughs> you know what I love about these is everybody's so formal mm-hmm. and like it's just so much humor like yes. it's so much humor because everybody has to be so proper and like i don't know it's back when guys actually used to court women still and it, mm-hmm. it's awesome so ah, check that out court. yes <laughs> and another good one that she liked is the monk by matthew gregory lewis it's an 18th century gothic horror novel oh, you guys see a pattern with me that follows basically the plot of a modern soap opera so it talks about like the deprived nature of this monk who sells his soul to his cross-dressing friend who turns out to be a chick, who then (laughs) turns out to be a demon sent from hell to tempt him. Talk about some interesting intertwinements there. Through his deal with the demon, he tries to fill his sexual desires toward a young woman in his village who actually ends up being his long-lost Ah, twisted, huh? Churches burn, people are poisoned and raped and trampled to death. So pretty saucy for the 1700s, eh? Yeah, pretty saucy, I (laughs) would say. That's some sauce. So if you guys, you know, want to read something that's really disturbing, go for it. Oh my gosh, I wonder how thick that book is. I feel like that was just so much in such a short time. I feel like that's like Les Mis from hell. (laughs) (laughs) Like a real demented. It's one of my faves. Um, this next one is actually one of my favorites too, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. So basically, a lot of you have probably read this book before, but it's set in a dystopian, futuristic society where reading is outlawed. So basically, you would not be listening to this type of podcast right now. <laughs> um, so books are also burned. I remember reading this when I was younger and being like, this is so messed up. Like, I could not, like, imagine. But, like, 
the citizens were held captive by cool technology and entertainment, so they didn't even realize that the government was completely taking over. So I also think this brings you back to the roots of like what's important is also like yeah. not letting this literature die and like reading things that really you have to use a lot of your imagination and creativity you when you're do. reading books too. People don't give, I mean, readers credit, but people don't give authors credit. Like, Absolutely. How do you think of, like, how did J.K. Rowling think of Harry Potter? I just Absolutely. keep referencing it because I know you hate Harry Potter. I'm like, uh. <laughs> but you know, this brings up a really good um, point. Is I think it's kind of similar, not similar, whatever you want to call it, to the Hunger Games. Mm. And I honestly think the movies ruin the Hunger Games. Okay, because it was yeah. a really good concept. Mm-hmm. It was like, what happens when, if you guys ever taken a moral and political philosophy class, you may have not, mm-hmm. but like, what happens when society like just falls apart and there's basically no government, like yeah. there's nobody in place to keep everyone in order. So I just thought that was super interesting. It's again, kind of following the dystopian feel, but another great book that Hannah recommended was Waiting for Barbarians by J.M. Cotes. And, um, it's set in an unnamed, like, futuristic society. So, again, it's similar to the ones we just talked about where members of, like, the Empire are, like, waiting to be attacked by the barbarians. Ooh. Uh, the main character ends up bringing a barbarian girl to his home after she is captured and tortured by, you know, the Empire. And there are, like, a lots of weird yeah. sexual bathing scenes. <laughs> just ignore those. But ultimately, this novel is... A- Com- commentary on like racial injustice in South Africa and during yeah. apartheid. So yeah. it's super, super cool. That sounds really interesting. I'm definitely going to read that too. Um, this next one I actually just read for the first time not that long ago and then watched cool. the uh, movie, but like I was missing out for so long about this. Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen is one of my favorite books of all time. I'm in Classic. love with Mr. Darcy and Mr. I love Elizabeth. And I love Elizabeth and I Mr. just Bennett. Um, Bennett. but Mr. it's Bennett. such a popular yeah, it's such a popular story. And, um, yeah, you get to see so much of, like, the different personalities. Yes. And also, it, it just is so interesting because, like, to go against the norm and, like, seeing it kind of pay right. off. Right, and it goes back to, like, you know how at the beginning we, of this, of the Hannah books, we were talking about, like, Jane Eyre. And there's yeah. another really one, good one called Emma. It basically yeah. is, like, you know, it's class. Yeah, Like, if you aren't a certain class, like, no matter how, if you were pretty, mm-hmm. that would help a little bit. But, like, even going back to Coco Chanel, she could never marry that guy that came back to her because she wasn't a duke or a duchess. Yeah. And they only married like in their family ranks. The classism. So it's, it's so interesting. But um, basically, that is a great book. And wait, you said you saw the movie. Did you see the OG one or did you see the yeah. new one with Kira Knightley? I saw the one with Kira Knightley. Okay, I need there's to watch an the OG one and okay, it's like six hours it. long. And I went and watched it at a friend's oh, house. Really? It's actually good. I mean, you know, it's it's long and it's a little bit less yeah. like exciting. But, but it's, still, it's I should more watch legit. it. Yeah. yeah, but read that. That's actually one of the best books I've ever actually read. Jane Austen is a wizard, and Mr. Darcy, you know, he's he's some hot stuff. <laughs> um, and then the next book is Wild Sargasso Sea by Jean Rise, and it's pronounced Reese. So wild, <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? Oh, Jean Reese, <laughs> Wild Sargasso Sea by Jean Reese. Um, and then this is basically a prequel to Jane Eyre. Mm-hmm. That shows the origin of story of Bertha, Rochester's first wife, and how she came to be the mad woman in the attic. And Ooh, so da, it's, da, da. it's pretty it's pretty sad, honestly. It's pretty sad. So check that out. Um, bring some tissues, you know? Yeah, the Have next one um, is very interesting. I've actually never read this, but Dracula by Bram Stoker. 
Um, the 19th, so basically it's the 19th century gothic horror story that many people know so well, but have never actually read. So they're calling us out over here. Some um, movies, you know? Yeah, so basically um, follows a team of vampire hunters led by a Dutch professor after Jonathan is kidnapped and held hostage by Count Dracula. <sighs> so um, this is definitely a super creepy and uncomfortably sexual, lots of blood and kind of saucy. So it's filled with a little bit of everything. It's good though, it's and- intense. It's like a race against time. Yeah, and a little bit of a um, forever undead type of stuff. Before so. Venus undead? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> uh, definitely, that's true, though. We all know the story, but we've never probably actually read it. So, <laughs> yeah, do no. that. There's, like, what, 56 movies on Dracula? Yeah, probably. I don't know why I picked 56. That's yeah, maybe, specific. like, 57. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the next book is, like, a super fun, engaging beach read about a British teen who realizes that his deceased parents and uncle have been training him to follow in their footsteps to become the next M16 operative. Um, he goes into several missions and ultimately like tries to figure out who killed his parents. So it's it's pretty neat. It's called the Alex Ryder series. And huh. it's, so it's a series, series and it's yeah. by Anthony Horowitz. And that's good. It's it's like an easier read. Yeah. But if you're kind of like, I want a little bit of action mystery, it's good. Yeah. That one's good to spice it up too. Um, so the next one is Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. Um, another 19th century another gothic one. romance. Go figure. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of um, sinister and kind of creepy love interests. A lot of different ghosts. Some love triangles. We all love some love triangles. A lot of useless violence. But yeah, overall pretty um, rad. You should definitely read it. I mean, especially if you love ghosts. And on a, <laughs> speaking of ghosts, Charles Dickens, it's not a Christmas carol, but it's a tale of two cities by Charles Dickens. It's real good. Mm. Um, it's been said to have been the best Dickens book, but you know, that's up to uh, you guys. That's, that's very subjective over yes. here. It's about two men, uh, one's British and one's French, and they're fighting over the same woman during the French Revolution. Just that was not a French accent. I don't know what that was. That was a Sophia accent. (laughs) Sophiaism. It's fine. Um, But yeah, one of the last ones that Hannah recommended to us is literally anything by Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie, the Queen of Murder, known as the Queen of Murder, and she is like the most widely published author of all time, which is really freaking cool. And to write eighty novels, do you know how many novels she has to be putting out a year to write? 80 novels and short story collections and 19 plays. <laughs> so um, what I'm also going to mention are some of her works that are also plays. Ooh. So I'm going to throw those out there that you can also read. So the first one is The Mousetrap, and that's actually the longest running play in history. Cool. And then the next one is And Then There Were None. Okay, pause, guys. Go back to our Chicago episode. We talk about going to this play. I've seen this play in Chicago. Oh, so cool. Super good. Basically, it's about these people, and they get an invitation from, like, an old friend to go mm-hmm. back and visit him on an island. And, like, oh. it's either it takes place in Scotland, England, or Ireland, one of those islands with the cliffs, you know? Mm-hmm. So they get on the boat, and they all come in, and they're all there in, like, in the house. They've unpacked, and they're all drinking and hanging out in, like, the parlor, because it's yeah. back in, like, the 40s. 40s, 50s, and this person who invited them all hasn't shown up. Uh-huh. And then he doesn't show up, and then all of a sudden, like, there's lightning strikes, and they get, like, all these signs, and basically there's a voice that comes from nowhere. It's like a megaphone in the house, I guess. And they basically says, I have brought you all here because each and every one of you has wronged me <gasps> in their own way. And he's Whoa. like, you're all going to die. And... So it's super. So oh. they don't know. They don't know if it's each other. They don't know if the guy's secretly in the house. They don't know if just like they're going crazy. And basically, one by one, 
they people start to disappear. Oh my god! And so it's a super good murder mystery, and like it, oh, that the, sounds good. It's the coolest thing to see as a play uh-huh. because they're all standing in there, mm-hmm. and the different scenes are switching, and then one person's gone, and the other person's gone. Oh, it's so good. Oh, wait, it's, so that would be pretty cool to read. I've read a few plays before. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like plays are really cool to read. Plays are fun to read. Yeah. I mean, here's a good um, Anna, have you, Anna Karenina. I've not. That's a great book, and it's a movie. And a play, and the movie is set like a play. Oh, okay. so they have s- scenes where they come in and off, but it's a it's a film production, yeah. so it's really neat. It's filmed kind of different, so that's another good book, anyway. Yeah, definitely. So then there's a few more that are by Agatha Christie. So it's the Appointment with Death, The Hollow, Witness for the Prosecution, Towards Zero, Verdict. And then the last one that we have mentioned is Go Back for Murder. Like we said, she wrote 19 plays, so there's definitely more. And she has over 80 novels, so definitely check those out. But I think it's cool to spice it up to, like, I have always really liked reading Shakespeare and stuff, too. And I think it just kind of changes it up to enjoy different aspects of it. I mean, we didn't even shout out Shakespeare. Yeah. Shout out to Shakespeare. Uh, Some Hamlet. Yeah, (laughs) Hamlet. Obviously, Romeo and Juliet's great. Um, yeah, it's basic. great till they just kind of... Uh. Oh, I think that's the best part. <laughs> Wait, sorry if we said any spoilers. Oh, if you don't know that they will <laughs> die at the end. Sorry, spoiler alert. But anyway, so we basically... This is our last segment, and it's basically books that people shouted out. We know that through the whole podcast, we kind of shouted out people, but we just wanted to give some more of our travel brats a chance to get out there on the podcast so shout out to sebastian blano he gave me two great books prince of tides and hawaii hawaii is a super super good book it's about um this guy out in hawaii if you didn't know that ah go figure huh? and, but anyway like back when it was uncolonized and there were natives oh. and they, it's it's a great adventure book oh cool. and just like all the beauty of hawaiian wildlife and history of the tribes back then and things like that so yeah read hawaii it's a thick book so get your reading pants on and go check it out and i would advise reading it before you go to hawaii because my grandpa made us read it before we did a hawaii trip and it just makes you appreciate like those islands more um and then anyway kaylee coherd recommended the giver by lois lowry lois good love good old lois lowry yeah great book and then Graciela Blano has shouted out, um, again, she likes fashion like I do. Uh, it's called a Betsy, Betsy, a memoir with Mark Vitulano and Betsy Johnson, guys, famous designer. Um, I already talked about Mademoiselle Chanel, kind of similar to that book, but what's really cool is, um, if you guys like fashion at all, neither one of them actually ended up going to fashion school. So Betsy was working under another designer and she just had these crazy outrageous designs and had never, you know, taken a course on design in her life. So she was just an absolute artist and it's really cool. She talks about how she went bankrupt later and stuff. So it's a really good business and like creative story. And then a uh, shout out to Rachel Riding. She did Atlas Obscure. It's a new New York Times bestseller and it's basically like everything about the best places in the world to travel. So oh, shout out to so her cool. because this is the Travel Brats podcast. So check that out, guys, if you're looking for like some crazy awesome places to go. I mean, it's gosh, she showed me a couple pages in that book and it was places I'd never even like heard of or thought about. So um, and then Ashley, I'm actually gonna let you do yeah, this one. So okay, so Jenny from the boat, um, many of us know her. Um, one of the most uplifting books that I've ever read, and I read it um, last November, and it was The Moment of Lift by Melinda Gates. It was a really eye-opening book that showed 
and share the stories of so many people around the world and different struggles that they deal with and just like the human connection of it all and how being a good person and genuinely connecting with others and uh, giving other people a platform to be able to share their stories can really make a difference in That's the really long cool. run. That so good. I really recommend yeah. reading that one. Okay, and speaking of giving, you you've read The Giver. Yes, and I so have read know, The what Giver. What is that about? Because I've actually never read that. So it's been a really long time, but if I remember correctly, The Giver is about. They give you careers and jobs, so you don't get to make decisions. So it's kind of a little bit like how Anne Rand wrote the anthem. Uh So basically, they give you these, and you're not really allowed to connect with other people, and you're supposed to just kind of do your thing. But it kind of follows the story of, I can't remember the boy's name, but it was kind of like he started to fall in love with somebody else and like really wasn't like abiding by... Like the all rules. the same rules okay, and stuff. Cool. So, so it's it's like one of those not really, necessarily dystopian, but it's kind of like it about kind of is and like though. The, the it shows you society. Huh, yeah, it shows cool. you the importance of like being able to choose and having choice and like yeah. the specialty of like being able to follow your dreams and your passion too. Yeah. Welcome to America. Just yes. <laughs> not really. All right, and then shout out to Rega one more time. Um, we talked a little bit about her liking the uh little li- the Harry Potter series, but her two books that she recommended that aren't series are A Little Life by Hanya. uh, you know whatever a little life by hanya yanagira and uh chloe benjamin yes so check those out you guys those are some good reads and uh i would say that you know sebastian's an adventure kind of guy kaylee's a little bit younger likes more sentimental books graciela's real fashiony out there rachel again loves to travel like us and adventure um jenny spiritual special uplifting you know yes. uh reka she just likes good reads yes definitely so, we really covered a lot classics. of really awesome ones um we are going to be making a blog out of this too along with yes. the podcast so you can definitely check out titles i know we covered a lot of material um but definitely let us know what your favorite book is that we discussed if we missed any really awesome ones yeah and guys share with us again ashley said we were gonna post this we will and we'll also post like the descriptions about them so if you want kind of personal descriptions from people who have read it and what they think of it um thanks again to all our travel brats that we shouted out who took the time to send us their favorite reads we had so much fun reading about them and we did read some of them so yes so thank you for tuning in we love you guys love you guys guys. see you next week Bye -bye. bye